Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and boys and girls of all ages, welcome to another <laughs> exciting episode of Story Time. The one whose cells are good and isn't fighting off the coronavirus, well, that's David Miller. And uh, the one who is uh, at the peak of his current antibody production, well, that is Michael Santel. I am. I'm I'm much better. The wife yeah. is still, she's still dealing with it. We're just waiting yeah. for those black lines to go away. Yeah, on the, on the COVID tests or on her face? Uh, uh, b- both of those things, <laughs> uh, in fact. But no, specifically the COVID test. Because we yeah. feel fine, but oh boy, it can't. It hasn't gone away once, which means you know we're still stuck inside. <laughs> we're still stuck inside. Uh, today is the first day of our stuck insideness that I think the cabin feverness of it all is finally getting to us. Okay, good. Well, then happy to give you a a break from that so you can talk to me. Your looking at you doesn't make me feel any better. Now that has nothing to do <laughs> Well, it, that it, is, it doesn't. That, how many times if I had a nickel for every time? <laughs> <laughs> but that has nothing to do with you. Like, the, the fact that you have freedom doesn't make me feel any better. You know what I mean? Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's no one else in, you know, there's a cat running around your apartment, but it's not like you're tempting me with anything He's else. not even running. If you look back there, he's fucking passed out. He looks like a dead cat, which makes no, me he's sad. Twitching. He's twitching right now. He's got a dream going on. <laughs> David, funny enough that you brought up dreams because oh. <laughs> it is time for some more Tales of the Weird yes. uh, from Hatman's to Dream Interpretations. This is the uh, part two of the wonderful stories that the Chaluminati subreddit has yeah, given us. Tales from the Chaluminati-verse, as you mm-hmm, made, mm-hmm. made me title it. Yeah, I, <laughs> It's a dumb name I made. I told you that then, but that's fine. It's a, that's it's fine. a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> now, David, now that you have a feel for what these stories were, I believe sure. last time we talked about a, a haunted pirate for a very long time. Uh, there was a guy who rode his bike, I think it was, yes. past uh, uh, what we I had decided was just a homeless man. Not even necessarily a homeless man. Just a man eating a sandwich in the woods. With one leg. Uh, oh yeah, with one leg. That's right. He did have one leg, and then that, that there were rumors of a haunted pirate ship in a pond somewhere around yes, there. I really correct. want to know more about all the pirate stuff. Um, I we would, also I would had love to as well. We also had a um, shadow man, like in the yeah. nighttime. You know, you wake up and uh, uh, some might think like, oh, maybe that's like a sleep paralysis demon. You know what I mean? Like one of sure. those things. Sure. Um, and then we had one other one. I can't remember what the other... St- oh, the, the the road off into, like, the field where there was, like, an, a cult that were, like, taking <laughs> oh, yeah. people to an alien ship or something. That's yeah. so right. I forgot about the, the orbs and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 the orbs, Only yeah. when Mob's boyfriend... Uh, <laughs> partner, Mob's partner, yeah. Partner, partner of correct. many years, it seems, so, yeah. Many years. Uh, as, as my partner for many years, David, <laughs> wh- uh, what... Uh, predictions do you think? What kind of tales do you think we're going to get today? Yeah, uh, so I still haven't read any of the ones coming up. I know that initially you read, like, the ones that you're going to be reading. Um, uh, that being said, I have a week of COVID brain. I don't remember yeah. anything. Yeah. So and I haven't read any, so yeah, this is going to be fresh. To me. Um, so for me, uh, let's see. Well, so we've had a possible ghost. We've had, like, a sleep, a nighttime shadow man. Uh, and we've had either cult or aliens or both. 
I think we're gonna get. See, I still, I still am holding out for like, give us a cryptid, give us like a. I ha I saw a Bigfoot. I saw a lake monster. I, you know, like something like that. Um, I want. I think we're gonna have some kind of dream thing. Um, like a like I had a dream, or maybe even like I had a like a trip, and like saw the face of God or the. I peeled back the layers of the universe and saw the inner machinations of the gremlins that run you're it. Just, like, you're just quoting Martin Luther King at this point. You have a dream, <laughs> you want to go on a trip, you're going to be at the mountaintop. Wait, when did he say I'm going to go on a trip? He, I, I, he believes he's <laughs> on his way to the mountaintop. Okay, you know yeah, what sure, I mean? Sure, he's on sure. the trip. Yeah, let's me and you, let's paraphrase Martin Luther King Jr., shall we? Let's <laughs> let's let's get in that. Uh, I only quote Martin Luther King Sr. So most of my quotes are like, "Go wash your hands." That's usually <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, in the last Animorphs episode, you made a MLK reference because we dealt with Mr. King, the guy who's playing Eric the That's Cheese right. Dad, Mr. Yep. Mr. King. I'm, I'm a very big fan of him. <laughs> he wants everyone to have clean hands before dinner. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, those are my predictions. I think I think we'll get like a dream or a trip experience. That's like a this is this was more than just I hallucinated, and then I hope for a cryptid of some kind, some kind of creature or an monster or animal. Fingers crossed. If we don't get any cryptids today, I promise you, I will read cryptid stories and uh, yeah. go and bring you some because yeah. they are weird and crazy. Uh, but our first. Weird and crazy story that we get to do is a David story. It sure is. We left off on my turn. Uh, I have uh, it. I have it queued up for me, but I haven't read it. It's from the Lady Toots. Yes, they do. The ladies, they do toot. They toot all the time. <laughs> I can confirm that they toot when they sleep. Yeah. Well, don't we all? I do. I think probably. I wouldn't know. I'm asleep, but I assume because I, 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 I. Here's a little fact. Fun fact about me. I toot a lot when I wake up. So I can sure. I can only imagine that that's been going on before I woke up. <laughs> well, and from and from looking at your cat right now, I believe some toots have happened because that cat looks past the fuck out. Yeah, that is um, yeah, is that's some toots right there. I don't <laughs> know if I toot in my sleep or not, but yes, usually when I take the dog outside first thing in the morning, I feel like my body. I feel like the toot factory starts. Yeah, up everyone's again. cranking up and be like, "Let's go!" Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. "Oh, so let's get the let's get the little body moving." <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we have a, a story from the Lady Toots, and I guess I'll just go right into it. David, just toot away. <laughs> all right. And, and I love that all of these start the, with the same basic intro, which first of all is the phrase that you told them all to say, that we get yes. permission to, to read it, but also that none of them are addressed to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> case in, Because obviously you're the one who asked for them, but case sure. in point. Hi, Michael. <laughs> hi hi lady toots how are you it was lovely and slightly deranged but a good deranged to hear you on the pod and that's of course the chiluminati pod not our podcast no no not this our one podcast here uh i give permission for this to be used for the pod now in this case they're talking about this podcast not the chiluminati podcast yes that is true <laughs> So since you and Alex briefly spoke about psychedelic trip stories... Oh, look at me go! I didn't even know that this was the first one! Uh, I felt like mine needed to be shared. 
I have on occasion used things like uh, psil- psilocybin, mushrooms, and LSD. Other psychedelics genuinely scare me, but that's another discussion. You and me both, so I'm right there with you. They uh, scare you. Just pop them in your mouth. Watch what happens. It's I'm be super. Fine. No, I, listen. Here's and this is this is a real. I am not necessarily endorsing this behavior, but this was my very brief experience. I tried salvia years ago with some friends of mine. We took turns. I went last. They had amazing times, and I had the the scariest five minutes of my entire life. <laughs> I got hit by a rainbow waterfall and then got itchy and had to take a shower. So that yeah. wasn't super bad. <laughs> my, my experience a rainbow was not pretty bad. good. Yeah. No, I was, it was awful. I had a terrible time. Uh, uh, but everyone else I've ever seen or talked to, to that's done it is like, I had a great time. So, you know, I did your mileage LSD may vary. And it felt fine. It felt like weed with rocket boosters. It felt fine. I was <laughs> totally fine. And then I did uh, mushrooms with my father-in-law. Didn't feel anything. Sure. Woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, was thirsty and a little itchy, and then went back to bed. So I'm seeing your your brain. Your brain is already working on such a fantastical level that if you take psychedelics, it's just like I, I don't know what to do for them. I don't know, make them itchy. Like let's yeah, just do it's that. Like, it's like okay, well, what, all right. Well, this is here. Here, deal with some Look, shit you don't deal with. He's already seeing crazy colors and weird creatures when he's not taking mushrooms. So right, they have to. Yeah, they just have to give me slightly irritating behavior to deal with. All right, this is back to the story. This is now back them the talking. Story. Not me. Okay, okay. Each time I take a trip, I am always visited by a woman who would only answer to mother. She is an older woman, maybe mid-50s, with salt and pepper hair. Her skin is a pale rosy color except her hands, which are a dark brown, almost stained. She wears a blood crimson gown with a hood. I've never seen her face in full, as there seemed to be a perpetual shadow over her upper face. Me and Mother go on what she calls walks, capital W. Yeah, capital W walks. On our first walk, little W, she told me that she had... I'm I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to point out, like, Reddit grammar anymore. I just thought that was funny. On our first walk, she told me that she had been watching me for my entire life. She showed me a scene from my childhood. I was five or six playing in the playground of my elementary school. As little me played, I tripped over the root of a tree that I was running around. I remember this happening because it was the first time I felt like seriously injured. I had a gnarly gnash in my knee. Nothing serious, but five-year-old me thought I was dying. I then saw as she comforted me almost like a guardian angel. It was sweet, and I felt an overwhelming sense of love radiating from her. I felt at home around her. Now, some of the walks capital W, aren't as pleasant. On occasion, she's been upset at me, and she would say that I needed to be taught a lesson. During one of the lessons, she made me die. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's ego death, right? That's just, yeah. yeah. She forced me to experience the death of a man. I was beaten, like, badly. I felt just pure hatred coming from my assailants. I felt bones break. I've never broken a bone in my life, so I don't know what that feels like, but this felt real. It hurt. I was spat on, stabbed, just terrible things before I was left alone. I laid there feeling my life slip. I was grasping at it with something, anything. I just felt like I was trying to hold it together. And then silence, non-existence. And just as I realized I don't exist, my trip was over. Yo, that's like straight up ego death. That's just like a thing that happens sometimes. Yep. 
Mother and I have had our fights, but ultimately I love her. I visit her maybe two or three times a year if I can. I don't want to fry my brain. That's a good impulse. Uh, but each time I feel like what she showed me, I needed to see and needed to hear and experience. She's been a blessing for me. On occasion, she's even visited me in dreams. Man, that's the one-two punch of my predictions right there. Uh, and on one occasion, I briefly saw her from a distance while sober. The end. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't think, uh... So, uh, and we, we didn't talk about how last time we did this, but we're going to keep doing it, the sniff test. But first, we'll, we'll talk about it, and then we have the sniff test. So we'll do lessons and then sniff test. Okay, okay. Okay. So let's go to lessons. Lessons! Uh, the first lesson, your mother is an uh, LSD person. I feel like that was the first lesson I learned. They have a spiritual LSD mob, and it lives inside of the LSD-verse that yeah. visits them. Yeah. Um... I don't know if I, I... I read it, so I wasn't trying to write down lessons. Uh, oh, well, then here's another one for yeah, you, Yeah, you just keep going. Uh, angels are moms. <laughs> angels are mothers. <laughs> they have children. And we are part of their children. Uh, death sounds great. That, what? like, sweet release of feeling all the pain slipping into non-existence where you don't feel anything. That so, sounds like a wonderful experience. I read you the paragraph where they talked about being beaten to death, and your takeaway is, sounds like a plan. And then silence, non-existence, and they just <laughs> throw on into the ether. That part sounds great. Uh, and then my last lesson was, is that you need a better mom. My mom doesn't beat me up and then make me feel bad about things. I feel like they need a better LSD mommy. They need to find a mommy that supports them all the time and just kisses their boo-boos and not gives them boo-boos. Sure. I mean, sure. I mean, but, I mean... Having a mother that sometimes makes you feel bad about things, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds what I call a normal mother. <laughs> I love my mom. I love my mom. She's not listening right now. I know. She's she, uh, she not going to stay. I'm going to tell you a, a fun fact. This is not necessarily a fun fact. We've How long have we been doing this podcast? Oh, at least at least two five years ago, something like that. At yeah. least at least since we would wake we up. We started in, the in time. it was like twenty seventeen or eighteen, something like that. Pre pandemic. I have never told my family that this exists. I think that's for the best. I yeah. feel like there's a yeah. lot. They won't care. Like they won't like it. It's fine. They would not like it. They would listen <laughs> to episode one. They would and, listen hey, to and it. And if you guys ever find this episode and are listening to it, thanks for listening. I hope you like it. <laughs> Thank you, Miller family, for listening to us. I hope you understand why I didn't tell you about it. And understand that we're not talking about you, David's mom. We're talking about the LSD mother that lives inside of the LSD All of them. world. Every single one. All mothers. I hope no moms listen to my show. <laughs> mothers are allowed. My mom listens, yeah, but only all when moms are allowed. on. So she's not going to listen to this one, so we're safe as well. Um, yeah. Any other lessons? No, those are all the cool. ones that I wrote down in that time. Okay, so then I have to ask you, Michael, does this pass the sniff test? Do you think, does that mean, do you think that this is a, like, a real supernatural experience? Yes, I think that this person absolutely does drugs and sees this mother thing. Sure. Now, the well, mother... the question is, do you think the mother thing is real, or is it, like, someone who would be cynical would say, like, oh, well, you're just having a hallucination and that's all this is, Right. Sure. Or uh, is it like an actual like, hey, the uni you've peeked into the universe and something other than you is communicating to you? I mean, it depends on where we want to go with this. I'm so far down the rabbit hole of non-human intelligences. Yeah. I would say the latter. I yeah. would say so, 
whatever this thing is, there is peak times when they are in a heightened state because sometimes they experience them in waking reality. Sure, where they, they did say that they saw them once sober. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that this is, uh, I think they're communing with something. The fact that they call themselves mother is very interesting, but uh, no, I think Yo, that this what if is... it straight up is Mike Pence's wife? Yeah. <laughs> Just Mike Pence's wife does LSD on the weekend. <laughs> you never know. You never know. She's they like, live, uh, they uh, live private lives that are very different than their vocal public lives. Father, I've turned on your Little Mermaid cartoon. I give you permission. I'm going to do some reading in my study. And he would like, watch the Little Mermaid animated series. He's only allowed to watch G-rated movies, so it's got to be the original Disney All right. collection. So for you, it passes the sniff test. Well done. Yeah. David, yeah. does it pass the sniff test for you? I'm a little more on the cynical side, but I'm, you know, I, I'm of that, like, hey, we're all adrift in a universe of chaos, but I am open to the idea. I'm not here to be like, bullshit, you just imagined it. Like, I'm here to say, I I couldn't say, so to me it doesn't necessarily pass the sniff test, but I hope it does. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hope it's real, because then that's cooler. It's cooler. It's a cooler universe, if that's true. It's a way cooler universe. Uh, another cool person in the universe, user Winnie the Weenie, has wow. sent us a tale. Uh, <laughs> and she gives, uh, I give permission for the following uh, take to be told, to detold. To detold, yeah. So, this is, let's... so we know this is a legitimate post on Reddit. Yes, yeah, this is a real... <laughs> and uh, don't blame this person. Some of their grammatical errors will come through in just a moment. Sure, <clears throat> sure. Ever since I female 20 was a child i always felt like things were weird in our home in morocco oh how fun uh right now we just, live it's in just a different Spain. country so i think it's fun <laughs> but go every summer cool. uh yeah the north of africa is right next to spain you can hop on forward back and forth yeah yeah i think the first thing i remember was the lights Every night at 10 p.m. approx, a light would shine in on the wall of the living room. The thing, in, the thing is the living room is in the middle of the house with no windows. Even if all the doors were closed, the light was there. That happened, uh, that happened up to some point during 2019 because the next time we went, it didn't happen. This is some sort of like a North African house, right? You got to keep, uh, keep the windows closed to make sure everything stays cool. Yeah. My mom's side of the family also has a history with witchcraft and similar things. Hell yeah. The talent was passed down to my older sister and me. Uh, I feel awful for the middle sister who has no powers and is just a normie girl in Spain. Solidarity middle children. Yeah, listen, you can go live your normal lives, okay? Us older siblings are having experiences over here. We both get really affected when vibes are of... Now, I think that's supposed to be off. My okay. sister told me about the time uh, she and her friend used a Ouija. Uh, and mm-hmm. she uh, she said that a spirit whose name started with an F wanted to talk to her. The same night we found out a far aunt of ours had died. And her name was Fatima. Fatima? The, it's probably pronounced Fatima. Although, that's me as a white man trying to correct you yeah, all man on how to yeah, pronounce a yeah. different name. Don't worry about it. I'll mention it to you in lessons. <laughs> the things that happened to me are a little more take compared with my sisters. I firmly believe in curses and devil's eye. Sure. Uh, I used to not up until it happened to me. 
We had just arrived to our house in Morocco. All these humble brags with these double hopes. I get it. You're a wealthy person. Uh, <laughs> this house uh, is huge and feels super weird. My mom saw my aunt curse the house a couple of years ago. What? We didn't think much of it. Uh, just uh, just as old woman craziness. <laughs> and then I felt it, a feeling constant weirdness and being constantly tired. The last time I went, just after arriving, I got incredibly sick. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be traveling so much. COVID is going to get you. <laughs> constantly throwing up and being unable to eat anything. When we left on a trip to another town, I got better and even had... Uh, and even have a video of me at the beach looking healthy uh, as ever riding on a horse. Oh, David, you can't go then. Uh, <laughs> but when we came back, I was sick again. Uh -huh. uh, it had never happened before. Uh, of all of my family, I was the healthiest one. I went to the doctor, but nothing was wrong. They say it was probably just a stomach bug or just a thing that wasn't that important. But I know myself, this was not something normal. Uh, and the last thing that happened was, uh, was when we came back to Spain, we were on the road. I was riding shotgun with my dad, and my mom and my sister were sleeping in the back. Uh, and we were passing through a dark road. A couple of lights appeared in the sky. Those are UFOs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always. It was, it was a clear night in early September, so it couldn't have been anything hiding in the clouds. Uh, there were two balls of white light. They moved slowly, but in a kind of weird pattern. Uh, they'd fly in circles, then switch to irregular zigzag patterns. Uh, I know I wasn't hallucinating because my dad saw it too. I just tried to ignore it at first, but uh, but but he brought my attention to it. So yeah, I think my family is kind of a supernatural hotspot. <laughs> the end. Okay. Okay. Now, as one well versed in the world of UFO stuff, uh, orbs have been added to the UFO vernacular as of late. Yeah. As part of the high strangeness of it all and yeah. things that like maybe even like a couple years ago we would consider just like paranormal and ghosty mm -hmm. are now kind of all under this umbrella so yeah. uh david let's do some singing in the rain and tell me what lessons you learned because we're under the umbrella right now oh gotcha do, do, thank do, you so do, much thank do, you so much do, i see do, 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 do. Dude, I, sh dude. I should have picked up on that for some reason. Yep. All right. See, David, look, it's raining. Oh, yeah. We, he's figured out a lot of his Google camera reactions. Uh, so <laughs> I got lasers. If you do one, you get this one. Does it do it? If, does it do it? If I, if I do it? Hold on. No, no, no. It doesn't. It only works on my end. Sorry, Why? buddy. Sorry. What, it's, what, it's, it's only on my end. I only you, have... It's something I have. Uh, it's called. Um, oh, it's like an extension you install. I see. Yeah, but it's but I, it just came with my computer. Oh, okay. Weird. It just came with my new computer. With my new computer, you can do these things <laughs> now. So, so no one can see what you're doing. But you're no, just no, no one saw. But I just let go a bunch of balloons. <laughs> but that's how they know. See, David, because it's spooky. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Uh, so my first lesson. Is uh, light is confusing. It's so confusing. It, it's like, a particle. It breaks it's a so wave. many rules of physics, but it's also like 
cornerstone to the rules of physics. Like, there are so many things that light fuck up in our perception of the universe that... Uh, And and on that token, if we're talking about um, the weirdness and high strangeness of it, you can only see visible light. So if something is on another spectrum, right, you just can't see it unless, you know, you can see that spectrum. And the things you see is the light that that thing didn't absorb. Like, so like... Right. It's right. Like, so it's so... It's such a backwards way of, like... Right, and technically, everything you see is not current. It's however small of time in the past. It's crazy. Uh, it's I. That makes kind of like our eyes are like like time windows. Yes, David. The eyes are are time machines of our bodies. Okay, they are the time machines. They can see in the windows of the other people's souls. Yeah, and what's crazy when you talk about light? When you talk about the note, like the things that we understand about light. Yeah. Then there's all the shit we don't understand about light, and then, like, just don't ask those questions. Yeah, yeah. So, light is confusing. Uh, My second lesson is I love when, like, supernatural ability or, like, witchcraft or, like, whatever is given a name like the talent. Right? The shining. The sh- it's like the a, yeah, 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 yeah. Shining, the talent. The talent. The talent. It's like super cool to be like, oh, my sister and I, we have the talent, right? Like, uh, rat, we've got so cool. the neck, David. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. And then I have a note to myself in my lessons, which is check check your know it allness. And then I have parentheses, Fatima. <laughs> I'm too, I just, I realized in that moment that I am too willing to try to correct you. And I'm going to work on it. <laughs> uh, I guess the lesson I took away from that story was, uh, uh, if you're going to see something on the road, ask the driver. You know what I mean? Like, Get one more person to corroborate. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. one more person. The sleeping people in the back, there's nothing we can do. But if you've got eyes facing forward, let's talk about what we saw. Yeah. Uh, my next lesson is, uh, if you have a witch family, like like she said, like my family is witches, right? <laughs> if you have a witch family and you see your aunt curse something, that is not... Old woman craziness. <laughs> you have a family of witches, and someone did a curse. Like that's you got that. You got, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it might not make sense to you, but like that person did a curse thing, and now you have to deal with the consequences of it. We talked in the last episode of "Don't provoke the weird." Like that being like, ah, it's not a curse. I'm gonna go into the house. Like that's provoking the weird. Now, I feel bad because I guarantee you they didn't, like, put out Ant's favorite cookies and that's what invoked her ire. So, like, I feel like maybe then the lesson should be, like, if you have a witch in there in your family, find out what their preferences are. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's your cookie? What's your tea? What's your dinner? Just, like, get that shit figured out because, like, you don't want to get that curse thing pointed at you. Uh, I have one last lesson, and it's not really a lesson. I just wrote it down because I felt like it. Um, orbs! And then an exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen. There is a weirdness to orbs that uh, people were not willing to entertain, but, like, weirdness happens with orbs now. So now we have those crossovers. Just like we're about to cross over into user (laughs) Code Ted, who named his story The Night... uh, I'm sorry. True Night Terror. Yeah. Did you have any night terrors 
Have you had night terrors? So I actually had, this is, I love, so as a kid, I had one recurring, like, nightmare that scared me. And then as I got older, I liked it. Like, it was, it became really cool. Uh, <laughs> what was the night terror? So when I, I started when I was, like, young, like, I was, like, four or five or whatever, but I would have a dream where I was, like, in a big empty void, right, white blank space, and then a, I would hear a big booming voice yell out a number, and it would be like, seven! And then I would like feel like a connection between myself and another person that was seven away. Seven units away, or whatever. Like, the number was like a, a like essentially a length of distance, but it wasn't like miles. I was like five, so okay. it was all vague. But it was like seven, and then there'd be a person like, oh, like, right over there. And I'd be like, I have a connection. I'd like notice suddenly that they're there, and I'd have a connection like feeling this person. But then the booming voice, and you know, the booming voice would be like ten, and that person would be like a little bit further away than the seven person was. And then the voice would be like, eight billion and i would like suddenly like feel like someone on the other side of the planet and so like the just the magnitude and vastness of that feeling scared me as a small child sure and then i like i would have it every now and then like that same kind of dream and then as like a teenager i had that dream and then woke up and was like whoa that was like fucking cool like what a cool experience so like I had a nightmare that turned into, like, a fun dream. But I haven't, like, had that dream in 20 years or something like that. Now, when the numbers would come out, would you ever get a bingo? Would you ever, like, hold up your card and, like, I did it! I connected them all! Uh, sometimes there would be, um... There was some kind of special thing that would happen sometimes. If it was, like, a special number, then it was, like, a... Like a I can't remember what would happen. But it was, like, a, it was like a, a cooler experience or something. I can't remember. Did you ever see the other numbers... So they would call out seven, and it would be a person seven units away. Yeah. Did you ever see that person in your... Did you ever, like, oh. see their face or anything no. like that? No. no. Not really. It was, like, a vague sense of just, like, that's another human being, like, that far away. And it was, like, a, a weird... billion a units billion, away. A billion yeah. units. Ooh, yeah. that's spooky. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right. True night terrors. I give permission for the following tale to be told. Hi, you can call me T. Hi, T. I am 30 years old and live in Nevada. Spill the tea. <laughs> I have had a few, quote, paranormal adjacent experiences, but some of the most disturbing events of my life have been the night terrors. This essentially begins around high school, age 15. I started getting really bad anxiety as I got older. I had occasional panic attacks. Around 16, I started smoking weed. Sometimes this helped, and sometimes it didn't. You know how it is. <laughs> uh, sure That's do. The most, it's the most true weed statement. Weed <laughs> sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Well, because you're like, oh, well, I know, the, I know how to fix this problem, but sometimes it doesn't fix the problem. Sometimes yeah. it leads to more problems. <laughs> Around age 17, I started experiencing sleep paralysis, and it was terrifying. It was the typical being conscious of my room and surroundings, but unable to move or speak. I began researching theories on the uh, physiological process that causes sleep paralysis and learned that sleeping on your back can cause it. I haven't slept on my back for the last 13 years. The sleep paralysis seemed to go away completely until I was 25 while attending grad school. During this time, I was unfortunately taking a lot of prescription downers. There then began a period of time where, when I was excessively sedated, I would have gnarly sleep paralysis regularly. This evolved into experiences in which I would feel this pressure pull on me, stronger and stronger. I would be pulled out of my bed, across the floor, and into walls, always in the same direction. 
this was the consistent pattern during this time except for one night when I lived in a low-income apartment and while I was paralyzed, I could hear what sounded like Tom and Jerry in the living room and from that direction, what looked like a decrepit and diseased old woman with an unhinged jaw and guttural voice came walking toward me. I woke up right before she got close. I went clean and sober from all the drugs and alcohol for a year when I turned seven, uh, 27, uh, and all the experiences stopped for a time. Then the worst of it began occurring. I had a month and a half during that time where the paralysis would start happening again, except, uh, except this time I started seeing a figure, a tall creature in the shape of a human silhouette, except it was a complete black shadow. While we're hitting like all the greatest hits of our stories so far. Uh-huh. Um, I could tell that it was male, I don't know why it just felt that way, and I always uh, and it always had an insidious smile that wouldn't change. At first, I would think that I was seeing someone walking around the house in the distance until I realized I couldn't move, and then the intense fear usually would wake me up. Every experience, it got closer and closer. Then one night, I thought someone was sleeping next to me. Once the realization of paralysis occurred, I noticed a shadow arm caressing me from the back. The shadow creature was holding me with its arms and legs wrapped around me, full-on spooning. About a week later, the shadow creature walked up to me from my bedroom door, and I could hear it laughing. It lifted me by the ankle and laid me on the floor. Then it stuck its finger down my throat, and I woke up. I was still in bed, but my ankle was sore, and my throat felt scratched where he had inserted his finger. Seeing a shadow person completely paralyzed is terrifying enough, but the times it has touched me have filled me with creepy dread that has caused me to stay up at night and not sleep until sunlight for days at a time out of fear. A contact experience like that hasn't happened since, but I still get the occasional sleep paralysis night. Very recently, I have had a sleep a strange triple paralysis where I would be paralyzed in my bed, then feel like going deeper asleep and being paralyzed in a comfy yet dark and unfamiliar place, and then going deeper asleep once more where it's completely black and I could feel these painful localized shocks all up and down the sides of my body. I also have regular dreams and nightmares and lucid dreams, maybe even astral projection. Who knows, though? Ha ha. <laughs> it, it all is very perplexing. Well, thanks for reading. Sorry if it's long. Sleep well if you can. The end. Side note, we forgot to do sniff test on the last one. Oh, the uh, last one totally passes the sniff test. She comes from a family. The which one? Yeah, the which one? I'll, I'll go with it. I think I think we that clearly came down on that one. All she right. lives in a witch reality, okay? We yeah. don't even know which reality it is, but it's not our reality. She's it's the healthiest reality. member of her family and was still sick. Something's up there. For sure. <laughs> now let's get back to this terrifying yep. person. Yep. We'll yep. do yep. things in the wrong order. This absolutely passes the sniff test in that... This happens to this person. Whether it is yeah. real or not, they interpret it as real yeah. to them. I have no sniff test to sniff on this one. <laughs> what, it's, what, it's, it's an open and shut case is what I'm saying. It's an open <laughs> and shut case. Uh, I... It is terrifying though. Like I haven't. I don't think I've ever truly experienced sleep paralysis. Like I feel me, like I've had like me, like neither. Sort of similar experiences, but not like not the way that I've ever heard it really described. Um, so I'm to grateful for that. Totally true. And I and it like every time I have a hard t like I wouldn't say I have a hard time sleeping. I take melatonin and it helps me fall asleep. I yeah. like have good sleep. I you know have nights of bad sleep. But like I can't even imagine dealing with this. Like. I enjoy going to bed. I enjoy <laughs> yeah. the part when I get to like put my brain on status mode for a little bit and don't yeah, yeah. have to deal with waking consciousness anymore. Yeah. Um, here are my lessons. 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 Weed is the answer. 
You <laughs> think it's not the answer. You're going through some hard times. Hit a bowl, then come back to these problems. While now, I personally agree, now well, there are some to, people David, who just can't handle it. I hear you. Let's go to lesson number two. Weed is not always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> if the first if the first go around didn't succeed, do not repeat the steps. You need to clean yourself up. Uh, I wrote Tom and Jerry is about World War One. That's where those nicknames come from. That's why they battle so they battle so hardly against each other all the time, and that's why they're always at a stalemate. They've got themselves into trench warfare, David. No one can ever move ahead of the other one. I have a question for you. Yeah. Who's the good guy? Uh, is is there a good guy in Tom and Jerry? I because think... if you think about it, like Jerry is an actual like rodent pest mouse who's stealing food. He's fucking shit up. Tom is the house cat. Whose job it is, is to stop that from happening. I believe in the, I believe they called the Germans Jerry's? Yes, that's true. Okay, so then the cat is a Nazi son of a bitch. So there, there's your what? answer. Tom is the cat. No, Jerry's Tom, the mouse. No, Tom is the mouse. Absolutely not correct. That, what do you mean? He's the Look good guy. Look it up right now. Tom and Jerry, which one is Tom? Tom is the cat. I promise you. Who is Tom and Jerry? Never-ending pursuit of a clever mouse. Tom is the scheming cat. What? Jerry? Get. Jerry <laughs> is a stunky mouse. Get fucked. I had no idea. You well, swing at the I king, guess, you best not miss. <laughs> I, I guess I guess you're right. And if that's the case, then the mice Jerry's... are the German horns that have reached our soils. And we got to snuff out their existence, David. I don't know what else to say. You were letting, like, Fievel sway your opinion of all mice. I think that's true. Well, you know, his family went through a lot being, I know, Jew I know. being Jewish mice coming exactly. from the old country. Exactly, exactly. So I guess not all mice are bad, just Nazi mices are bad, but regular mices are fine. I guess it's, it's a difficult con it's a difficult thing to deal with. Jerry really is like the Goebbels of mice. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> Strong propaganda, great movie director. I don't know where that came from. That's, I'm not trying to thumbs he just that had a, up. He just had a super thumbs up come yeah, up when I, I said yeah, Goebbels, I so I let's, just, let's just talk let's about that. Move past that. <laughs> Uh, I wrote spoon with your shadows. Like if so, there's like a, if there's a shadow on the wall, just like give a little nuzzle to it. Maybe you'll get yeah. comfy. So when the spooning part of the story happened, I th was optimistic. I thought like, oh, th this is where he realizes like the shadow person that torments him in his fucking sleep paralysis is a good guy. Like is here to is here to comfort and like spoon him because that seemed like a nice scene. And then the next one he got thrown onto the floor and gagged by a shadow finger. So I <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that brings and that brings me to my last my last uh lesson here. Yeah. Um alien abductions are terrifying. Yeah. I don't know what about this gives me that vibe and not all of it does, but the sore throat in the morning after choking on the fucking devil finger is terrifying no thank you i'll say yes however i have a sore throat like every morning like it, my throat just dries out because my mouth ends up opening while i'm asleep and then i have a dry sore throat yeah and that's a although perfect. that's not the same as having like a scratched throat like if you that's... accidentally like scratch a throat on like a chip or something david you are giving a perfect 
Hot Wheels track inviting the paranormal into your fucking mouth, David. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. You need to tie that head shut what like, you're a, saying, like you got a toothache. What you're saying is leaving my mouth open when I sleep is provoking the weird. I'm saying you are inviting things into <laughs> yeah, you yeah, and it yeah. is hurting your throat, David, and it's yep. going to cause damage down the line. And your health is not good. Is well, that, that we don't know yet. My doctor appointment is next week. <laughs> or two weeks. It's the well, day after Christmas, so we'll wonderful, see. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Well, that's when doctors love to work. So I won't put any more disparages, uh, disparaging words about your poor health because I don't want to invoke the weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Don't invite the weird. That being said, we will invite the weird once more. One more time. Because uh, this story is for me, from user NoThor. Uh, <laughs> or maybe it's no. Thor? I don't know. However you want to say that. No underscore Thor. Yeah. A little late, but I give permission for the following tale to be told. This is a story that I posted over a year ago in this subreddit, but I hope you enjoy. Great. Uh, Written by a Maru. Maru? 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 Written by a Maru uh, on more than one in the witching hour. This happened in the same room as the first story. David, I am. We are wildly out of context what I, here. What I love is that we are jumping into a fucking sequel. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're right into Terminator Two. I don't know about Terminator One, but I'm still I, terrified. I, I legitimately love this. This is not me doing like a backhanded slap. Like I love that this person took your prompt. And was like, oh, I'm going to tell the next chapter after a story I posted (laughs) a year ago. Like that, I love that. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Autumn of 2013. Obama's in office. The world's okay. That part wasn't in the story, but I wanted to give no, that, that was, to everyone. Don't, don't put those views... Uh, yeah, those are, that, that was the opinion of you and me uh, a little okay. bit. <laughs> Autumn of 2013. Early in the morning, the sun has not yet risen past the horizon, yet there is enough light to fill the room with a soft orange glow. And uh, as, I was, uh, as I would learn after this happened between the end of the witching hour and the end of the... Yulvetmen? Yulvetmen? The Wolf Hour. Those, what fun, what fun names. So I've heard of the Witching Hour before, which takes yeah. place between like, like one and three in the morning, and it's yeah. usually between two and three. I always I've, associated it with like 2 a.m., yeah. But I've never heard of the I think, Wolf Hour between four and five. Yeah. Is, is... The witching hour being like about two a.m. Is that where the like that that saying of like nothing good happens after two a.m. comes from? Yes, yes, I believe so. Now I believe that the witching, the witch, the the supernatural part of that story was probably that phrasing is true way before like sure, nothing sure. right. Your parents say that being said. I mean, this might be a pre-lesson. Nothing does happen after two a.m. You know what I mean? That's not times that shit should be going down. what caused me to make were at first unclear uh, but that soon changed as the pressure on my chest my head being locked as to make me unable to look away uh, look away from the straight ahead my hands and feet numb as they were holding them still was cutting off the circulation to them just uh, just by the sheer weight of whatever it was. 
Sounds to me like another sleep paralysis. Event. Sounds it sounds like uh, those tales from Asia where there's like a like a, a fat man that sits on your chest or like uh, goblins like uh, oh sure the, sure sure yeah yeah. Uh, as unsettling as that was, it got worse as I start to take in what was causing it. Sitting astride me, leaning forward with its hands pressing on my chest, making me unable to take any kind of deep breath, was a small female figure. When I say female, it is because that's the feeling that I got from it. As the shape of it was more sensed than seen and I could see the room behind this creature as the at the same time she was there as an invisible yet tangible form a pale naked form sitting there smiling from beneath the shadow that covered her features was a wide grin that gimps the gimps of the white teeth barely covered by dark lips and this is where it got strange. Okay, first and foremost, <laughs> everything you have just said is terrifying and strange, okay? All right. So far, everything is normal as hell. This, this <laughs> shadow person sitting on your chest is too fucking normal for you, okay? We need to just know that's not weird. That is very weird. Uh, as the title might in allude, there could be more than one Maru there. Uh, for the shape, for the shape sitting, st uh, staring into my eyes, uh, were too small to cause what I felt at that moment. As she sat on top, I could feel her legs pressing along my stomach and chest. Yet there was a feeling of legs continuing down the sides, past my hips, down my legs, where the sensations of my ankles crossing over with the feet draped down the inside of my thighs. And yet, I felt the pressure of my knees at my forearms and wrist. Does that mean their, like, legs were spread... It felt like their legs were spread open? Maybe a little. Like, you know, sometimes you sleep with, like... My legs aren't, like, together, like, like I'm pencil diving into a pool, right? Like... No, yeah, you, no, you sleep like you're about to give birth at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be ready. <laughs> gotta have your... your uh, I keep my legs like I keep my hands when I'm driving at 9 and 3 at a slightly elevated angle. But I could not sense anyone there. What I did sense was two more creatures sitting at the foot end of the bed... One grasping my ankles, holding them tight, and one sitting with its legs following the outside of my legs and the knees down before they also crossed over with the feet on the inside of my legs. Th uh, this one leaning back and sitting on its heels. Okay. At this point, not being able to breathe properly and building pressure in my head was causing me quite a bit of stress. Uh, stress with strength born from panic i tried to break free hands and feet held fast unable to move my eyes twisting almost tearing out of the sockets in an, an attempt to see what was holding me uh breath shallow heart pounding slow but firm as my head was still locked towards what sitting atop of me was smiling with struggle with effort, I managed to buckle my body in an attempt to throw the one on top of me. And as on I... On top off me. 
Thank you. And yep. as I writhe beneath this shape, I can feel it sitting across my belly with my second figure on my lap. However, I cannot throw the shapes off me no matter how hard I try. But the smile, so confident before, starts to, uh, st starts to vein. And as I continue to toss around the shape, uh, the shape because I because less tangible and soon disappear. Laying in my bed, air filling my lungs, arms and legs feeling lighter than ever as the weights have been cast off of them. I remember the feeling of, of whatever had been there, uh, and as the horn dog I'm, it felt just like what I imagined the butt of a female <laughs> demon would feel like. Sure, yeah. By the way, Murrow is a different spelling of mare, for those of you who want to know, which is a type of vet, a suffocation demon in North mythology. This person, I love how much they're trusting us to know terms. I love it. I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't and, know these terms sometimes. And, we, so and David like read me North mythology. I know. Yeah, I know Mary, read me North mythology. We never yeah. got to ladies holding us down in the night. No, and I don't think we talked about mares when we did North Mythology on this. Uh, well, you're not a I horse have, guy, so that makes sense. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I do have, there was a, a TTRPG I ran some time ago that was like a, um, uh, it wasn't, it was a, a like Scandinavian like horror mystery thing. And, and that had uh, mare ladies? Mares, yeah, mares are like one of the creatures that you can like put into it, yep. P.S., Notice that I forgot to add the original, uh, the original story <laughs> that although I have written the story as uh, there was several there, there was only one. Gotcha. Uh, and all the hands that were there all belonged to the same creature. Ooh. Yet I could only see a normal humanoid ship sitting on top of me. And I wrote the story with several creatures to explain where and how it felt it was holding me. Again, I hope you enjoy. Okay. The end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Just want to make sure we are even Steven, David. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for some lessons. Lessons. Uh, super spook town. That it's some crazy centipede thing, even though it so that only my, my felt one like question, one person was there, yeah. but like... It, but there were multiple... But like, like it, mo yeah, like multiple It felt like arms. there was more than one person, but he could only see one person. Yeah, yeah like, like, a, like a human centipede holding them down. Yeah. Um, so the first lesson I wrote was, nothing good happens after 2 a.m., which is just the phrase. Uh, and I was trying to think of if I agree with that, and I think generally I probably agree with that. But I'll always try, you know? <laughs> You're also a late person, right? You stay up late. I do tend to prefer to stay up late, although 2 a.m. is still late. Like, I don't generally stay up till 2 anymore, especially on a work day or something. 2 a.m.? it happens. I was about to say, if you stay up to 2 a.m. on a work night, you're fucked the next day. Yeah, it happens, but I don't like to do that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sometimes uh, the baby next door keeps me up. That happened last week on one day. Oh, I, no. I got I, I went to bed at, like, midnight, and I was woke up, like, quarter to one, and then couldn't go back to sleep until, like, three. I was upset. David, you got to curse that baby to make that baby stop. <laughs> I don't have any uh, people with the knack in my family. I don't oh, know what to tell I'll, you. <laughs> I'll, send you some, I'll send you some shining powers for Christmas. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next lesson is... 
not for nothing, because this happened twice now. This this story had it, and I think the last sleep paralysis one had it as well. Yeah. Um, not for nothing, but we can't just decide a thing's gender based on the, quote, feeling that we get from it. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And These while... people did not ask the sleep demons their pronouns. That's very true. And, and I kind you... of legitimately mean that, but also and... I'm... And just because it feels like a demon, a lady demon butt, that could be a banging dude's butt. You don't could know be. what butt could that be. is. It just could felt be. supple and nice. <laughs> I know that, like, I, I and I understand. I'm not trying to like call this person out as being like unprogressive. I just mean like that's. I thought that was very funny. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I know. My next note is. Uh, I know it was a scary experience. But honestly, I found it more sexy than anything. <laughs> yeah, David, listen, and I, some of the audience knows this, not everyone. David just wants to be a tiny boy squished by a big lady. And this is hitting a lot of David's boxes right now. Yeah, it was real good. <laughs> um, a, a real note, this is my top favorite, I almost said my top favorite fear, my... <laughs> It's not my favorite fear. It's my, my number top one fear. My favorite fears. <laughs> it's number my one, biggest, my biggest fear. Number two, <laughs> spiders. Number three, terrorism. Number so my, four, Hezbollah. My, my, my top favorite fear. Oh, David, I have to tell you a fear story. Okay, uh, is being paralyzed though. Uh, oh, okay. That is my actual greatest fear is being paralyzed. So, like, uh, like, like in that movie Awake, like where you're like in a medical procedure and you're awake in your body, but they're doing medical procedures to you. I end. can't tell you how often I have thought about that. Oh, it's scary. Uh, I did a show last year where we had an audience of Hasidic Jews, and I needed, and they were awful audience. And I was sure. like, "Oh, not what's <laughs> not because not because that they were Hasidic Jews. They were no, just a no, bad no, no. Audience. They just were. They were Hasidic Jews." Period. They were a bad audience. Period. <laughs> Those two sentences are not necessarily related. So I asked, like, let me get something that scares you. And they literally yeah. just named, like, actual things. We're just like, oh, uh, Palestine. Then they were like, oh, uh, Pakistan. Like, uh, dirty bots. And I was like, I said, I, I literally was like, <laughs> I just made a mistake. I apologize to everybody. <laughs> and I said, what comes in a quarter machine? And then I said, gumball. <laughs> but I couldn't believe that I said, like, I was expecting, like, ghosts or spiders. spiders. No, and I instantly got, like, a thousand years of people trying to kill Jewish women. And I was like, like no. I fucked up so bad. I fucked up so bad. <laughs> Ugh. All right, any more lessons? Yeah, I have one left, and that is um, evil things are always scarier when they smile. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. if you had a, if you had a, say, let's say even take like a dragon. If you're facing a dragon and it's snarling and, and roaring, you're like, that's scary. But if you're facing a dragon and it's like smiling a toothy smile, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's 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 scary because it's like a why are you happy and then b are you happy because you're gonna kill me and then absolutely. c I'm dead. Yeah. So absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, David, those are all of the stories we, we have it. from we spooky Chaluminati time. I think the thing, my biggest takeaway from this is that we should troll other subreddits. Sure. But my second takeaway is I and think by troll you mean troll like try to gather stories, not troll like be a troll on a subreddit. I mean, like, be a troll under a bridge and grab children as they go by to bring See, back to our lair. That's I what I mean. 
trolling like the phishing term, not like the, <laughs> yeah. the internet term that everyone is going to hear when but you is say it Let's trolling troll or something. trolling. It's I trolling the, technically, but people okay. like usually pronounce it like trolling. Yeah, because it's people. Yeah, have accents. Yeah, because they're because they live on boats trolling. and they're weirdos. No, I mean, I just think that we <laughs> yeah, should. You want to go and start fights on a subreddit? No, I want to <laughs> get more stories from more subreddits. Yeah, I yeah, also yeah. feel that uh, 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 more tales of the weird. I feel like uh, I feel like we've skirted around like this it. world yeah. long enough. I think it's time to uh, you know? blow yeah. right into it. I also just got an idea while we were doing all this is that, like, I have a ton of books that are, like, TTRPG books and stuff that, like, I could probably find some fun, like, creature stories and stuff to tell you that are, like, cool, cool, like, monster stuff and everything. I have so many books like that. I think it, I, I think it would be down. And if, if, if we're also going in that way, then we might need to do, like, uh, find me some, like, Japanese scholar to tell me all the weird demons and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Because I feel yeah, like yeah. some of these tales... Especially, like, shadow people and holding you down and stuff like that. Like, that's universal. People have been experiencing that forever. Yeah. Or, like, the Hat Man. Do you know any Hat Man stories? Uh, no, not particularly. Well, then we'll call this episode here <laughs> as I go troll the internet for Hat Man stories. Yeah. The yeah. one who will never be caught in a hat. Well, that's David Miller. And the one who's king of his own... Uh, one bedroom winter wonderland. Well, that's Michael Santel. It's we've got COVID for everybody. I'm <laughs> positive of it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for staying clear away from our from my from my spit nodules from your, you from can, your mouth. Yeah. You can only hear my voice, David. If you get COVID from this Zoom phone call, I'm gonna feel awful, just yeah. awful, because you've well, been right in front of my face this whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna go make people cough into my mouth so that I can make you feel. <laughs> bad now <laughs> happy holidays stay safe out there drink lots of water bundle up with shadow forms of all kinds and yeah. we'll see all you kids and cats next time oh, okay <laughs> bye that's our show thanks for coming round don't Sad, no need to frown. We'll have more stories, don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit.